Welcome to another episode of Football 360. Once again, I'm your host, Kareem Timbers. Excited to join you on this Friday as we embark week three of the college football season. It officially got started last night with the University of Miami, now ranked 22 in the country, taking on Bethune-Cookman. But just a quick recap, last week Miami was unranked. They were playing number 23 Texas A&M at home, and that was a trap game that I predicted that Miami would, would win. And their All-American safety, Cam Kitchens, uh, suffered a devastating uh, injury, um, had to be carted off the field last week. Um, so such prayers and, and thoughts for a quick recovery go out to him and his family as he recovers. Uh, but Miami took care of business last night in his absence for beating Bethune-Cookman once again, 48-7. to Quarterback Van Dyke threw for two, well over 200 yards and had two touchdown passes. Running back Cheney Jr. had a touchdown run as well. So Miami's once again is one of those teams now 3-0 that can creep up and make a late run for maybe a college football playoff if they uh, stay on, stay undefeated. So be on the lookout from the University of Miami. This Saturday, we have number three, Florida State, 2-0 versus 1-1 Boston College. Once again, Florida State has been climbing up the rankings. Week one, at, you know, they beat LSU, dominated that matchup. Jordan Travis, the quarterback, currently has uh, six touchdown passes, only one interception on the season. Um, and their receiver, Coleman, has four touchdowns on the season as well. Um, I'm going to take Florida State in this matchup for Florida State to move to 3-0 and over Boston College to so be able to look out for that matchup. Then Saturday, Big Ten action, number seven, Penn State, who are ranked, currently ranked 2-0, and looking to take on the fighting line of Illinois at 1-1. I'm going to take Penn State in this matchup to so be able to look out for that. Then we have number 14, LSU. Yes, LSU was was ranked uh, top five uh, beginning of the season. But as we as we know, they lost to Florida State uh, pretty decisively a few weeks ago. So they're trying to work their way back down in the rankings there. They are led by quarterback uh, Daniels. He has six touchdowns, one interception on the season. They take on 2-0 Mississippi State. The SEC, man, week in and week out, any team can beat you. LSU's favored by nine and a half in this matchup. Uh, I'm, not, I'm not sure if they're going to cover that, but I will take LSU to move to 2-1 over Mississippi State. So be able to look out for that. Then we have uh, number 15, Kansas State versus Missouri. This is a a heated rivalry, all right, Um, and they're both 2-0. Kansas State's currently ranked uh, 15th, as I stated. They are led by quarterback Howard uh, with five touchdown passes currently on the season. Um, I'm going to take Missouri. I'm going to go over this. going to be my upset pick right here of the week. I'm going to take number uh, unranked 2-0 Missouri to beat number 15 Kansas State. So be able to look out for that. Then we have number 12 Utah. The Utah Utes. Yes, the Utah Utes at 2-0. Going against Webber State, who's also 2-0. But this is not going to be any competition. I'm going to take Utah at number 12 to win that matchup to move to 3-0 in the season. Then we have number 9 Notre Dame. Yes, led by... Uh, ACC's all-time leading passer, Sam Hartman, has uh, well over 700 yards passing and 10 touchdowns already on the season. Taking on one-on-one Central Michigan. Central Michigan had a, a great win last week, but Notre Dame's going to be too much for them. So, obviously, Notre Dame moving to 4-0 and on this season. Then we have another SEC matchup. 
un, uh, unranked Georgia, uh, excuse me, unranked South Carolina at one and one versus number one Georgia in the country. The Bulldogs once again are looking for another repeat championship. I'm going to take Georgia in this matchup. All right. Georgia is led uh, by running back Robinson, the second. All right. He had two touchdowns last week. You got Spencer Rattler, who played at Oklahoma a few years ago with South Carolina. Spencer Rattler uh, has about 700 yards passing on the season, but Georgia is going to be too much for South Carolina. So look at Georgia to win that game pretty decisively. Then we move to number 10, Alabama. Alabama's one-on-one on the season. They play South Florida. Alabama's obviously, as you well know, coming off a devastating loss to Texas last week. Texas has played them tough the last two years, uh, but Texas had their number last week. Alabama's looking to bounce back. Nick Saban football team. These guys are going to probably run the table the rest of the way. So be on the lookout for that. Uh, the star quarterback for Alabama, the new signal caller, Moreau, has five touchdown passes on the season. So Alabama's going to dominate that matchup. So be on the lookout for that this upcoming weekend. Then we have number 16, Oregon State, led by DJ Ugolini, uh, the former uh, quarterback of Clemson, now at Oregon State. They're 2-0 against 2-1 San Diego State. I'm going to take Oregon State to win that matchup. Then we have number 19, Oklahoma at 2-0. All right. Led by quarterback Gabriel. He has six touchdown passes on the season versus 1-1 Tulsa. Oklahoma is going to dominate that matchup. Then we have number 20, North Carolina. Yes, they're 2-0. Uh, led by quarterback May. Big, big arm, big kid. Very athletic. Going against 2-0 Minnesota and P.J. Fleck. I'm going to take North Carolina to win that matchup. Then we have number 21, Duke, who's 2-0. Beginning of the season, as you know, they beat Clemson. They're playing one-on-one Northwestern. The program, Northwestern, has been in shambles since all the information that came out on head coach Pat Fitzgerald and that organization about hazing. Uh, look for Duke to push to 3-0 and against Northwestern. Then we have number 25, Iowa. Yes, the Iowa Hawkeyes are now cracking the top 25. Another Big Ten team in there. Uh, they play Western Michigan. I'm going to take uh, former Michigan quarterback McNamara and Iowa to beat Western Michigan. So be on the lookout for that. Then we have number six, Ohio State. They finally got the ball to the best receiver in college football last week, Marvin Harrison Jr. And he uh, put on a show last week, had a couple touchdown catches. They take on 2-0 and Western Kentucky. Ohio State should dominate that matchup. So be on the lookout for that. Then we have Probably the best pure thrower in college football, as I've stated, Michael Penix Jr. Yes, this kid is phenomenal. He's going to be a top five pick in the draft. Uh, come April, they take on 2-0 Michigan State. As you know, Michigan State's got uh, some unfavorable news uh, the last few weeks in the media here uh, with their head coach. Um, so those distractions, along with Michael Penix and Washington, ranked number eighth in the country, I'm going to take Washington to uh, win that matchup pretty decisively. All right, Michael Penix has eight touchdowns currently and one interception on this season. So be on the lookout for Washington Huskies to dominate that game. Then we have number 23-ranked Washington State. Washington State was unranked last week, but they did take care of business against uh, University of Wisconsin. Uh, I think the last few years, Washington State has had their number. They take on 0-2 Northern Colorado. I'm going to take Washington State to push the 3-0. They're led by quarterback Ward. Uh, who has currently five touchdown passes on this season. Then you have number 24, UCLA at 2-0 versus 
North Carolina Central, who are also 2-0. UCLA is going to dominate that matchup. They're led by quarterback Moore, who has five touchdown passes on the season. Then we have number 11, Tennessee. This is a, a heated SEC matchup between Tennessee and Florida. Florida 1-1, one one, looking to bounce back with new single caller Graham Mertz from Wisconsin at the, at the helm. I'm going to take number 11, Tennessee, to win that matchup to push the 3-0. Then we have number two, Michigan. Yes, number two, Michigan playing against Bowling Green this week. This is going to be a blowout game. Uh, this game should be over early. Michigan's led by signal caller J.J. McCarthy. This kid is very athletic. He's he's very efficient. Um, he doesn't miss many passes. He currently has 600 yards on the season passing and five touchdowns. And Blake Corum, who was a stud running back for them last year, is back. He has four touchdowns currently in the season. Then we move to number 17, Ole Miss. That's the running Rebels. Uh, Ole Miss, they play Georgia Tech. Uh, this week, I'm going to have Ole Miss push to 3-0 against Georgia Tech. Then we have number four, Texas. Yes, Texas coming off an impressive victory against Alabama last week. Take on 2-0 Wyoming. Quarterback uh, Ewers um, has six touchdown passes on the season. He's going to continue to dominate, and Texas is going to win that matchup. Then we have number 13, University of Oregon at 2-0 versus 1-2 Hawaii. I'm going to take Oregon to push the 3-0. And then last but not least, we got the college game day, game of the week, heated in-state rivalry in Colorado. You have number 18, Colorado, now at 2-0 versus 0-1 Colorado State. And college game day will be there. Uh, tomorrow, you have... Uh, Two Heisman, uh, pre- two Heisman uh, guys in the mix already with Shador Sanders. Uh, Deion Sanders' son, this kid is phenomenal. Um, he's the, only the fourth quarterback in 20 years in, in the Pac-12 to throw for over 900 yards. Only the fourth in 20 seasons. All right. He's currently ranked number two in the nation in passing yards with 903 passing yards, six touchdown passes. He has no interceptions on the season. Okay. We have Travis Hunter, also um, a dual threat guy, as we talked about on this podcast. Uh, receiver, defensive back. He doesn't come off the field. This kid is electric. All right. They have some guys that can go. Colorado's state's head coach made some unfavorable remarks towards uh, Deion Sanders and the Colorado program. And as, as a former uh, athlete and as a coach, you never want to give a team bulletin board material leading to the game. You never want to give them any extra ammunition leading into a game to get their their players pumped up and get their team to rally uh, to beat you. And that's exactly what the Colorado State hit football coach did by disrespecting Deion Sanders um, um, in a comment made uh, in the last few days. So, you know, it's going to be personal. You know, like like Colorado likes to say, it's going to be personal. Um, And I think Colorado is going to stump a mud hole in Colorado State. For, for just for just for that disrespect so look for colorado who now ranked 18th was not ranked before the season started looking to continue to climb the ladder here and they're going to dominate that matchup so then look out for that tomorrow night but until next time i'm your host kareem timbers signing off at football 360